Welcome to The Confessional. I'm Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your funniest. Confess to us. No one's listening. everybody welcome to another episode of the confessional my name is mike moran and i'm joined as always by my trusty producer jimmy seleski jimmy trusty how we doing you like that little uh finger count i did today i did i did that was professional it really was it really was i thought you were making gang signs at first i was gonna say something. i was i was cripping i was cripping so <laughs> let's let's not uh, let's not make fun of the crips <laughs> okay jimmy how have you been my man i'm in good man it's a beautiful you've, you've day been playing a lot of gigs yes actually i've been getting a ton of gigs i'm playing this weekend uh down in fells point on friday i'll be in towson on sunday excellent and in the boonies of bel-air on saturday but oh, memorial you know, day weekend is really coming together i'm playing all over the place speaking of the boonies of bel-air jimmy mm-hmm. our guest is from the boonies of West Virginia. No, she's from oh. Bel Air. <laughs> really? You're from Bel Air? Good old Blair. All right. Yeah. Harco. Yeah. Harco. Love to see it. Yeah. Love to uh, see our it. Our guest today, Jimmy, <laughs> who will be discussing with us uh, the topic of documentaries, which I'm pretty sure we've done before. You're sure we've never done that as a... I mean, we've definitely done a more honed-in type of documentary, like maybe it was like murder documentary. Oh, yeah. Or I think like we did that. true crime documentary. But this is like a blanket... This is a very blanket uh, like topic. This is like what? doing this is like doing a podcast on, on ju- music, <laughs> like, music, life, yeah, things. That'll be our next topic. Things, things. things. That's what I never understand about nouns, like a person, place, or thing. So anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, doesn't that cover pretty much everything? Yeah, nouns are pretty much everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, All, yeah. Speaking of everything, Jimmy, our guest today, she's an artist. She's a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. She's a very uh, hardworking medical professional. She's saving lives all the damn time. Really? Will you please, <laughs> please welcome to the podcast, <laughs> Ashley Ann Rutledge. Ashley, how are you? I'm doing well. Oh, thanks for that. Thanks for having me on, Mike. This of course, anytime. This oh, is fun. Absolutely. Well, don't speak too soon. We'll see how it goes. I mean, so far, it's right. been fun. <laughs> it could get miserable very quickly. It, it, and it might. Probably will. Now, Ashley, <laughs> you, of course, are an artist. You're a painter? Yes, I um, I am a painter. Where can people see your paintings? So, a couple different places. Social media. So, my Instagram, mm. um, Facebook, of course. I and also- where, where is social media located? Because it... <laughs> where does it live? Right. Um, Instagram okay. or Facebook. All right. um, I have had a lot of success, oddly, on Facebook, selling my art, which I didn't see coming. Yeah, um, I feel like my home base is Facebook for some reason. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It just, it seems bizarre, but mm. I have had the most sales from Facebook. I say whatever works, man. Yeah. Um, and I also have a profile on Fine Art America, okay. so you can see my art. You can also... You know, buy the originals. You can buy a print. You can get a coffee mug with my art on it. If you the forgeries so. you can buy. Yeah, if you so please. Um, <laughs> and I will be in a gallery showing in nice. the boonies of Bel Air. Awesome. 
in what is uh, I think July. So I'll uh, give some details on that so Great. people can come and see Great. the art. So yeah, there's a couple different ways. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Uh, now, Ashley, today you and I will be discussing the topic of documentaries. Mm, okay. We we discussed this once before briefly. We discussed the Firefest specifically. The Firefest documentaries. Yeah, if I remember, we have discussed in length two different documentaries, one being Fire, uh-huh. and then the other one, is it the Epstein documentary? What is that called? Filthy Rich? Uh, Something like remember. that. I don't remember. I don't remember. But I definitely remember that documentary. Yeah. So we've done more of a breakdown of right. a particular documentary, which I love documentaries. You know yes. this. They're like one of Absolutely. my favorite things. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, now, before the age of um, of streaming, would, mm. would you rent documentaries from the video store? Or were you not born no. in that era? <laughs> no, I think that I was introduced to my love of documentaries probably because of streaming. Yeah, I having... feel like that's that's when it became a mainstream yeah, thing, you know? But I feel like you'd have to go to like the artsy mm-hmm. video store to find real documentaries back in the day. Was there even a documentary section at Blockbuster? I don't ever remember that yeah, me being neither. a thing. Me neither. Ever remember that. And even in Harford County in Jarrettsville, there used to be this place called The Video Store. Oh, that's creative. It was a really creative name. And they had all kinds of categories, but I never remember a documentary right, category. Right. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Video Americane in Baltimore had a really good documentary section. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't remember you know, really being introduced to documentaries and falling in love with them till. Maybe like Netflix was more popular. Mm. I think that's really where I had that opportunity. Awesome. Although the hit, I mean, documentaries have been around for a long time. Yeah, I would guess since the birth of film. Yeah, right? 1899. I mean, really? Yeah. What, they were like a minute long. Whoa. And they were, you know, just filming people getting on and off of trains. Wow, fun. Yeah. Did they have that at the way. video store? Yeah. <laughs> They probably uh, did. You got uh, uh, what's his name electrocuting an elephant, right? Oh my god, Edison. Yeah. Edison. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, liter- there's literally oh a video gosh. called electrocuting an elephant. Well, he had to find a thousand ways how not to invent a light bulb, as his quote suggests. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, "I just this is not <laughs> this is this not is definitely <laughs> not it. Right, it's right. not going to work." How many oh elephants? <laughs> Wow. You electrocute a thousand elephants with a thousand typewriters, eventually one of them create <laughs> a light bulb. I didn't know about that yeah, one. Yeah, you can see it in all of its uh, grotesqueness. There's also a, a photo of an elephant being hanged back in the day. I don't mm. know if you guys have seen that one. What was, wow. the, what was the beef with elephants? Well, you know, they're going around taking up everybody's peanuts. Mm-hmm. You know, Yeah, they're circus freaks. They really are. Well, they, I think they kill, they crush people from time to time, but granted, it's... <laughs> We're the ones dragging them into our three rings. I mean, they're really yeah. minding their own business. They really are. They? Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, and elephants are adorable. Come on. They are they're adorable. big, beautiful. They're amazing. You know. Beasts. Hairless mammoths. Um, but I think this one elephant, I think it literally was convicted of like killing people. They used to freaking put animals on trial back in the day. That is what I call a kangaroo court. <laughs> And they'd even put corpses on trial at, at really? some points. Well, I mean, you can get like three life sentences, so like, you, you know, dude, I would be, I would be great at grilling a corpse. <laughs> really. Oh, your silence is only incriminating you further. <laughs> Plead the fifth again, Mr. Moran. <laughs> Wait, well, I'm so intrigued. Is that in, in 
this country or multiple countries throughout um, the globe? I've, that's wild. I have heard about it in like medieval times. Mm, I don't well. know about I don't know about uh, America, but I will tell you this fact: the first uh, child to be executed in America, like from from mm-hmm. Europe, um, it was for having sex with animals. He was a young man, mm. and they they killed him for buggery. Buggery? Is really? that what it's called? Yeah. Buggery? Mm-hmm. I thought it was called bestiality. That's what I thought. Well, it was a long time ago. Oh, Maybe. bugger! <laughs> I did not know what that's yeah, what they were saying. Yeah, it probably became like a cute little catchphrase. Yeah, and like wanker, bugger. Uh, speaking of bestiality, what about the uh, the film? <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Speaking of bestiality. What are you guys doing on Thursday? <laughs> I got so much to say about this topic. What? Yeah, there, was a, there was a documentary I remember getting from Video Americane called Zoo. That was about um, the guy who died from having sex with a horse. Mr. Hands. Mr. Hands? That was I, have Hands. I, I have Ed. heard about that. I have heard about that. No, Mr. Ed. I never watched that video, and I never will. It did, thankfully, it didn't show it on the on the. That one's not too uh, graphic. There's a way worse ones. Ugh. Of uh, like just like people doing like BME Pain Olympics is real bad. Oh, uh, I don't remember, remember that one. That one was no, su- sick. But but I, I can't look at any of that Mr. stuff. Mr. Hands doesn't really look that bad. At the time, and then you realize, oh wait, he ruptured all of his internal yeah, organs. Yeah. But, well, yeah, they were having a good time. At, at the time. Yeah, at the, it seems like a fun video. Yeah. What year was that? I, like that I believe it was in the late nineties, early two no, thousands. No, yeah, it was definitely yeah. two thousands, yeah. early two thousands. And, and yeah. they made a documentary about the farm where this happens. Yeah. Where people have sex with horses. I, I had a friend at one point that put it on TV in the living room when there was a bunch of people over, and I remember walking out. Of the room, I didn't see. I did hear it though. It was too much for me. So, so the it. person was was in pain at the time. It wasn't like a they they weren't having fun, and then he found out later he's bleeding on the inside. Yeah, okay. I think he just wasn't expecting what happened. Right, one of those situations. And how could you not? <laughs> Sorry. Well, you know, it's uh, <laughs> you think they would they have it have the science down on how to do that? Yeah, you know? like, yeah. It's a shame. But uh, yeah. Anyway, that's a do- that's a documentary called Zoo. Let's uh, jump into a confession before we get into your favorite documentaries, Ashley. Yeah. Uh, this one is from uh, Jess Feeney, New York City. Mm. You, got, you ever heard of New York City? Yeah. Once, Me too. Once before. Gray Gardens because it is uh, a one of the greatest American films of all time, and B because it perfectly exposes the negative effects of intergenerational wealth. It tells the story mm. of a family who falls from meteoric wealth to abject poverty and finds itself completely incapable of coping. I think the story is such a great snapshot of the time because of the shift in the American economy from the 50s and the 60s into the 70s. It makes the case that extreme wealth and extreme privilege can actually be a form of trauma and can cause serious damage to a person's mental health. Oh. Now, if I'm, in, if I'm correct, none of us have seen this one, right? I have not. Not at all. But apparently it's huge in the documentary world. Every, when I threw this question out on Facebook, a lot of people were saying Grey Gardens. Okay. And one person said, uh, Mike, our former guest Michael Furr actually said, Grey Gardens because dot, 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 gay. And I don't know. <laughs> I think he said Gay Gardens, dude. I think that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other documentary. That's a whole different documentary. <laughs> I have seen that one. <laughs> I have seen that one. <laughs> well, it's, it is about some women... <laughs> I believe, who were related to Jackie O somehow. I guess part of the whole screwed up Kennedy family, that could be its own documentary. uh, Oh, yeah. um, They're related to them somehow, and I guess they 
actually, that's all I know about it. That's all I gathered from the trailer. Did you pick up anything else? Yeah, no, that's really, and it, it seemed like it's definitely, it's not a newer film. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, what it, somebody said, and I forget who it was, America doesn't have royalty, but we have the Kennedys. So oh, I think it is interesting that mm-hmm. um, that comment's tying in a lot of, you know, ties sure. to wealth and maybe um the dysfunction mm-hmm, families mm-hmm. like that that's big big like estate kind of families just kind of creep me out a little bit yeah you know what i mean yeah there's tons like of legacy family. kind of families bushes the clintons right they're modern day royalty i would right. say yeah 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 Yeah, the butterfucos the bonafuc yeah you know <laughs> yes <laughs> well if you're if you're ever looking for a joke and you can't find one just jump right to Buttafuoco. that's the one who got shot in the face yeah. right yeah amy fisher amy yeah, fisher that was a wild story i mean that guy yeah just gets the biggest uh, douchebag adult boyfriend film ever. star now apparently amy yeah. fisher. that's amazing mm-hmm. yeah i think that's cool it's kind of like when you don't know what else to do. You go to a Botafuco joke or sure. you become a porn. <laughs> yeah, porn just thing. do porn, right. you know? That's like the last resort. You know. Yeah, yeah, I've considered it. <laughs> <laughs> Always banging at my door. Well, you got to do what's good for you, Mike. You got to do what's right for you. <laughs> yeah, ever since that tape leaked. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Speaking of documentaries. It leaked and no one watched it. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be depressing. That, we gotta... could make a documentary about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be depressing. <laughs> well, that dude, that could be a whole subject, actually, because that was a whole big thing, the sex tape era, yeah. right? I well, don't know if it's still going on. They, Go ahead. They have um, documentaries about d- different categories, about like life after porn, and right, then they kind of right. get into that, and then Hot Girls Wanted is yeah, one. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Which Yeah, which mm-hmm. talks about um, kind of the dark side of the porn industry, yeah. which who would have thought that? You know, it just seems so <laughs> know, healthy. It seems so wholesome. It seems so healthy it's like what's together. next is there is there a dark side of pbs <laughs> oh i did see the mr rogers documentary that what was there a dark side of mr rogers that, tell that me he was running a legal dog fighting ring that whole documentary <laughs> freaks really, you out everybody did. else it it says did. it's the most heartwarming thing ever i mean i that wasn't i mean it just kind of freaked you out maybe it's where i was in my life at the time was it but. too heartwarming <laughs> How do you get freaked? You you were okay with the horse thing going no, I on. I never said I was okay. <laughs> but the Mister Rogers documentary, oh my it god! It just you know, it just I don't scarred know. for life. It is. It was. It just. I don't know. It huh. just maybe because stuff like that. I don't. I just want to think of him as Mister Rogers and not as a you know. I don't but know. but he was totally wholesome in his real life too, no, wasn't I he? I don't know. I, I mean, I once had a running joke with a friend where I convinced her that there was a Mr. Rogers sex tape (laughs) (laughs) and she like didn't want to look it up. And she kept saying she didn't believe me, but I could tell she believed me a little bit. And I actually even got another friend to casually mention it when I wasn't there in her presence. (laughs) Building the case. That is beyond. Oh, man, that's that's trauma right there to really (laughs) thinking that. Um, but what were we? What were we talking about before, Mister Rogers? There's something else oh. I wanted to touch on. The uh, well, we started talking about Grey Gardens. Great. Yeah, there's something in between there. I can't remember now. Oh well, it's okay. Um, well, tell us about a documentary you love, Ashley. Okay, so, well, a documentary. I love. I love a few different ones, but one that really. And, and I want to just mention this before I, I answer that question. Um, 
documentaries really, most of them, see, at least the popular ones, seem to have a very political overtone okay. to them, which I think is really fascinating. Um, so just throwing that out there, one of the reasons why I love documentaries. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can learn a lot. But the one recent one that I saw that I love but I think is really interesting is um, My Octopus Teacher Oh, I, my mom likes that one. Did you see that? No, Has no. either one of you seen it? Okay. No. Yeah, really interesting. And it didn't, I mean, I... I And and tell me, that that's not like that zoo documentary we were just talking about. No, although there is a subreddit out there that's like, is the guy dating really? the octopus? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, there is. But just it's imagine not, what their kids will look but like. But it's not... Um, <laughs> but it's, no. It's a really fascinating um, film. And this guy went down to the same spot in the water every day for a year. How do you even tell where that is? I don't know. I mean, he it's in South Africa. He dives all the time, and he found this octopus, and just every morning would wake up and go down and find her, and for a year. Right. He just, every day, they wow. hung out. Wow. Yeah. It's like and, a buddy um, film. What happened after a year? I don't want to ruin it. Okay. Oh. Okay. I don't want to ruin it. But well, there's some stuff that happens. It's a little tearjerker. It's my oh, octopus okay. teacher, you said? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what else freaks me out Netflix. is octopi. Yeah. They're a weird animal, man. Yeah. They're like strangely smart, right? (laughs) They're the smartest invertebrate. I don't need like freaking fish kind of animals with with intelligence. Yeah. That's just scary. Because then you got deep blue sea situation where the sharks are smart. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that octopi are smarter than sharks. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, if I had to pick a smart animal in the ocean, I would go octopus. Well, what about, like, dolphins and stuff? And dolphins whales? are the smartest, but they're, I mean, they're, like, not even a fish. Right. They're, like, I mean, they're a mammal. They're just us with fins. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've heard, like, an octopus can, like, get out of a cage if it's not special, or out of a tank if it's not special. Yeah, they figure it out. That's they're horrifying. They're brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Why are they so smart? Why are they, like, the one fish that's really smart? I mean, look at their fucking head, dude. They're just a brain with legs. I know. Well, actually, their brains are in their tentacles. Yeah, every tentacle has its own mind. That's actually what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Every tentacle has its own thought process. They don't even want to picture that. Kind of like how Dr. Octopus from Spider-Man, remember? How each, uh, was, each, that, was that a reference to that? Yeah, every Whoa. tentacle had its own thing going on, yeah. and it controlled him. The tentacles controlled but him. But he had that tiny little chip that... Inhibited it. Remember? Yeah, he had that. the chip in uh, the chip in him. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna work. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, t- what? You, tell me more about octopus. Is actually well, I, okay. like what? What is the deal with him for real? So I didn't know much about them until right. I watched this documentary. But I will say that aquatic life is my favorite life. Okay. Love going to the aquarium. Just love. Um. The sea, and a lot of people have the same reaction as you. They're like, I don't want the fish to be smart. And I'm like, but why? Like, what's wrong with them being smart? It's just weird. Is it? It's just creepy. Uh, Well, anyway, so yeah. I mean, apparently they're highly intelligent. Right. We don't know much about them. And this, this man didn't either so once he found this octopus and like it was like love at first sight kind of thing he started researching and he's like oh my gosh we don't know enough we need and so then he just started filming Mm -hmm. every day his encounters to see if we could learn right um and so he does find some interesting stuff out he has a bond with this octopus that he didn't see coming and i didn't either i didn't know that 
it's kind of like, I don't know, like a dog coming to sure, somebody that they sure. recognize. So is it proven yeah. that an octopus can become one of those animals like that, that, that recognizes a person and mm-hmm. is attached to mm-hmm. them? Yep, yep, brings yep. them a brings them the paper. Pretty much. Yeah. Wow. So how come people don't have like octopus friends in their houses? <laughs> like pet octopi? Yeah, why not? I think because they're too smart. There's got to be somebody. You wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to keep them in a small little aquarium, you know. They're uh, too smart to be kept in an aquarium. There's got to be well, somebody out there with one. If you had like a you, big tank, you could have an octopus for sure. Yeah. I don't see why it's. I mean, you know, people love animals like that. Yeah. Why not have an octopus that's you know your friend? Because it would be like keeping a dog in a crate at all times. And their eyes, their eyes are scary. Yeah, they've got like you can tell they've got something to hide. Do they freak you out eyes. a little bit? They man. really do. Yeah, I can tell. You're just yeah. kind of like, oh. That's why no. I like the, the Cthulhu mythos with H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft. Like that, that hits home with me. I think <laughs> giant squids terrify me. Yeah, giant squids are terrifying. They're giant smart squids too. are terrifying. I don't like are the they? fact they have yeah. beaks. They have beaks. I know. Yeah. And they can you don't squeeze. Need a beak, sir, you're in the water. <laughs> they can squeeze through any crevice as long as it's bigger than their beak. They can, like, their body is like completely pliable. And, and people didn't believe they they existed for the longest time, right? It was like a octopi or squids. No, giant squids. Oh yeah, they yeah. People thought they were like sea lore. Right, right. But they are real. Like with mermaids. They are. Right. There are gigantic. Did they find out mermaids exist? I hope they do. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. Columbus said they he saw some. Well, you know, then we got to believe it. I think it was like something like they are like, I think that's what the Kraken was based off of. The idea right. of this Kraken. Because I think, I don't know if a giant squid ever shipwrecked a ship. But I'm sure those stories are made when people found giant squids. Absolutely. And we're like, dude, this thing is a Kraken. Right. And it could take out our ship if it wanted to. Right, right. But I think they named they named it after the, the sound that their ship makes. Yeah, exactly. It's cracking up the ship. It. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think but I don't think squids are smart though. I hope not. I think octopi are smart and squids are just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could be wrong though. If any squids are out there, prove me wrong. Right. If you're so fucking smart. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you tell them. <laughs> well, there's so much about the ocean we don't know. And speaking of this whole conversation, have any of us seen Sea Spiracy, which is the new big documentary on Netflix about the ocean? I feel what, like the ocean no. is flat. Uh, the, the ocean. <laughs> oh, that's another really good documentary about the flat earthers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I would love to see that. Oh my gosh. I yeah. tried to get a flat earther on the show once, actually. Oh really? Oh. Uh, I thought I was like, do. I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm not going to be a jerk about it. Yeah. You know. I just want to talk. I'd be so interested to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, it's he fascinating. Didn't show up. He never got back to me. <laughs> <laughs> so what's like the direction. what's the ocean conspiracy? I so I haven't seen it, but you know, I I'm on TikTok a lot. I know you are. And I learn a lot things on TikTok. I don't know if I should admit that or not, mm. but it's you know, it's I find out a lot of things via that platform. Yeah. And young and hip. This is uh, <laughs> That's me. This is a documentary that is supposed to be great. And for somebody like me who loves the ocean, I'm surprised I haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. So now that we're talking about that. So you, you have no should... idea what the conspiracy part is, though? Oh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, well, I just... I'm fascinated now. Yeah. yeah Why don't you look that up, Jimmy? What? Yeah. The, the ocean. What is it? Sea spiracy? Sea spiracy. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I love a good conspiracy theory, too. Oh yeah, what's what's a conspiracy theory you like? I find the moon landing extremely fascinating. Yeah, do you think it's a hoax? I don't think it's a hoax. I don't. Uh-huh. Um, or flat Earth. That's right. funny um, yeah, to me, definitely. but it fascinates me because really, people 
They really yeah. believe that. What, what I don't get about flat earthers is like, yeah. if you look at like clouds in sure. the sky, just look. They up. appear to be like rounded. Yeah, just look up at the sky. Like they're <laughs> wouldn't they be like flat? Like wouldn't it be like uh, looking down a hallway kind of? Yeah, flat? they have like a but you know they have an answer for that. What is it? I mean, they they're like oh, Illuminati. Well, they're like you know well you know the way that it's. That the Second light hits shooter. and we look up in our eyeballs and something, you know, makes it look cur- something like right. weird like that. I mean, that's probably not it, but it's right. I remember from watching the documentary years ago, I was like, wow, they really have thought out. Right. But there's right. one part in that documentary um, where they go to like some space museum down in Texas or something. And they just start screaming at the people like, you're liars. liars. Oh, yeah. Didn't like Buzz Aldrin punch one of them in the face? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that, Jimmy? That literally exists. What? Buzz Aldrin like punches a dude in the face because he like won't stop harassing him. Like, oh. a, like a flat earth kind of guy. Like or a, I don't know if he's like a flat earth or like a moon denier. Yeah, I mean, I heard they probably there's of, a lot of crossover. It's some, I'm sure. you know, right, yeah. probably a perfect marriage. But. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I heard that Buzz Aldrin kind of went off the rails later in life and is currently pretty far off the rails at the moment. Well, he's like That's a thousand what. years old. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and he's one of the, I mean... How many people can say they've been on the moon? Yeah. The guy's he, really off. He's the moon literally now. the man on the moon. Yeah. Um, Seaspiracy was about, it looks like it was about um, commercial fisheries and nets and overfishing and oh, you know, wow. that all that. All that hocus nets, pocus eh? save the dolphins BS that we're all used to. <laughs> well, I want to hear what the, <laughs> the net controversy is. Yeah. The net controversy. <laughs> is it a string or is it? Who knows? Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of net controversy, uh, oh. another one of our uh, <laughs> confessions is from uh, Desiree Walsh from Toronto, Ontario. Okay. Yeah, which I believe is in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Right up the road. Well, she says the last dance. I was a child when the Bulls and MJ were big, so I didn't super follow it then. It was just interesting to go back and hear what was really happening. Now, I found this documentary to be very fascinating. Okay. Even though I'm not a big sports guy, it uh, it was just interesting to get the behind the scenes mm-hmm. of. It's interesting to get like a the the human side of of like a celebrity phenomenon. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. What is it like to really be the biggest athlete mm. on the planet? Sure. You know, and like all the and also it kind of brought me back to that uh, that early '90s kind of childhood world that i grew up in yep yep super soakers and uh yeah what else was around nickelodeon, nickelodeon, nickelodeon. absolutely <laughs> and action figures and uh rollerblades power rangers power Ra- that was a little bit after go, my go time but power i secretly rangers. watched them a little bit here and there you know i was embarrassed <laughs> um but it was just a good documentary i liked it a lot are there any sports documentaries that you like, Ashley? I'm not a sports person. Yeah, I'm not really either. Um, I, I, although I do, I mean, I, I don't love sports, but I did see um, the documentary about Wendy Whalen, who was one of, she might be the oldest, well, was the oldest um, ballerina in the New York City dance company. Who and, and the whole the whole documentary was about what ballet can do to the body. Yeah, and when your whole identity mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm parallel to an athlete when your whole identity right. and your income and your passion is I've got to have my body working yeah. and you age mm-hmm. and dancing or anything like that breaks your body down 
just riveting film mm. about what that kind of looks like. What's and, it called again? Um, gosh, see, no, I'm bad. I remember it's about right. Wendy Whalen. I'm gonna look this up though. Yeah, man, the ballet looks painful. Like, I mean, they're like hammering their their shoes on like a like a horse. You know, they're like. Yeah, no, it's in this whole um, documentary just shows how how um, it's called Restless Creature, um, which that name comes from when she finally left ballet and went into modern dance and she was touring and that was the name of it. Mm. But it's I mean, like on the same page with that, it you look to see when people make this their identity and she has to go through surgery and then she's in physical therapy and she's learning and she's still pushing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found that really fascinating. Okay. So, awesome. really inspiring. Did you like the movie Black Swan? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, good thriller, psychological thriller. Yeah, definitely. I want to see that one again. I've heard some people say that it's a straight-up horror film in some ways. It's it's definitely disturbing. I mean, it's not a feel-good flick. Sure. I mean, you know. It's not fame. It's... <laughs> It's not like a family film on a Sunday afternoon. Gather around, we're gonna watch. Black it's not. Swan. It's not. Um, it's not. Uh, what's the one they filmed in Baltimore? The that series with the dancers. Um, step up. Step up. It's not step. No, up. No, it's not step up. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Well, that's the thing with documentaries. Is like if it's really well done, then mm-hmm. I don't really care what the subject is. You yeah. know, like the the King of Kong. Did mm-hmm. you see that one? Mm-hmm. It, it was about guys who are really into 80s arcade games. Okay. And uh, that's like their passion. Yeah. That's like all they do. And, uh, and, and you know, there's they, they like break records and mm-hmm. stuff. You'll know. The, the, they like live to like get the best score in Donkey Kong or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and it's like there's a whole culture and society within that, you know, with like yeah. backstabbers and, and, you know, like rivalries and... and uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's just like interesting that like any 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 subgenre has like a culture behind it. Yeah. Full of all the same drama as anything else. No, I love that. And what documentaries do is it just shows you like a window into different way different people live mm-hmm. or a different perspective, mm-hmm. which I mean, you can kind of get that if um, a movie or a series is well done. But I mean, document, that's what I find so fascinating Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. them is the learning that you can get. And when they're done really well, you know, I just can get lost in them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I'm a big fan. Well, what's your favorite true crime documentary? Mm. Probably, oh, Making a Murderer. Oh, that one. That, Making a Murderer, when I, I remember when I started watching that. I'm always really fascinated about documentaries that show the the problems with our justice system mm-hmm. or lack of justice system in America, mm-hmm. you know, the way that I view it. Um, and so I remember watching that and just like my jaw, I was like, oh my gosh, because I, I wouldn't have really heard about that. Yeah. Um, that was, that was, did you see it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What were yeah, your I thoughts on I that? couldn't stop watching that yeah. one. Um, it was incredibly fascinating. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's guilty though. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I get that sense too. It was it, they very clearly left out some very crucial stuff. It's Absolutely. like one of those things. It's like, dude, it's it's 2021. You're not going to mm-hmm. be able to leave out facts mm-hmm. without people figuring them out afterward. Yeah. You know, like yeah, on the yeah. internet. And uh, so I thought that was kind of lame that they. Yeah. Um, but it also kind of reminded me of Paradise Lost, which oh, uh, have you gosh. seen that one? I so I did. I was actually after I watched Making a Murderer, um, the guy that I was dating at the time was like, "You need to see Paradise Lost if you like that." And it, I did. But it was really, really 
heavy. Mm, that was mm. a harder one for me to watch. Anytime you involve kids sure, sure. in anything yeah, that's just, it's, like, it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The opening of that movie is <laughs> it's, child uh, corpses. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, great, you know, again, a, a great documentary, mm. but I, I, yeah. That one also, though, left out some really crucial stuff. Yeah, I mean, because it's documentary. I yeah. mean, it's an art, right? Yeah. I actually, I'm, so, I'm in the vast minority here, but I I am not sure the West Memphis Three are innocent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Did, I, did you see all three of them or just the first one? No, I just saw the first one. I think okay. I saw half of the second one. I couldn't keep going. I might go back. I mean, it was like right after I'd finished making a murderer and then. Um, this is what I want from you, Ashley. Okay. If, if you're game. Sure. Nobody believes me that they might be guilty. Okay. And I'm really on the fence on it. It's really it's one of those cases where it's like neither neither side really makes any sense. Sure. But I want I want to show you the evidence that they left out of the movie. Okay. And then I want you to tell me if you think that makes them look guilty or not. Yeah, this would be fun. Absolutely. All right, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. And speaking of like true crime, have you seen the Ted Bundy tapes? Because uh, whoa, that's like. I saw the uh, <laughs> I saw the docu drama or whatever. Oh or yeah, there's there's some no, sort of drama yeah, made. I came, saw that one. Yeah, they had the movie come out around the same time. I believe, I believe yeah. that they released the documentary. Right. Um, I don't know if I that's saw the wild. Yeah, what's wild about it? I mean, I didn't know much about him until I saw this, mm-hmm. and I mean, just he was so charismatic and yeah. He, Good looking man. Yeah. He had this Very relationship true. where he like showed up and he was a good boyfriend and yeah. treated her, yeah. like never touched her or hurt her in any right, harmful right. way. It's so weird how many people. He's like, I gotta go get milk, babe. And he's running out <laughs> to go find somebody to kill. Sure. And then he's coming back home, like, here's some milk. Yeah. Let's watch some TV. I mean, you know. It's the fact that he's drinking. The fact that he's drinking milk and watching TV <laughs> is probably mean, should have given it away I mean, as an adult. You know, <laughs> have you ever had milk and spaghetti? <laughs> as a kid, <laughs> I never have, but I've met people that have, and it just uh, you know. as a kid, I drink yeah. milk with everything. Well, there you go. Maybe he just you know, maybe he. Was I'll still drink milk and cookies. I'll totally drink milk with cookies. I mean, it makes me feel like a four-year-old, yeah. but I love it. Yeah, I mean, like that's the way this guy. And then he represented himself. And yeah, the whole thing's crazy. So you you found him attractive. You thought he was an attractive oh, yeah. guy. If you met him in real life, would you? Would you? I'd probably be dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wouldn't be here. Um. <laughs> and the weird thing about him is, you can find a bunch of stories too that because he never confirmed his shit. He never admitted to it or anything. Of course. Not. Uh, some of these guys do, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or they'll yeah. like vaguely kind of, yeah. you know, like BTK is like, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, yeah. uh, that uh, new Night Stalker guy, the Night Stalker 2 or whatever, the <laughs> Golden State Killer, you know what I'm talking about? That guy. <laughs> he was like the, there's like the, your, your, yeah. your Night Stalker classic. Yeah. yeah. And then you got your other Night Stalker. And, um, <laughs> but Ted Bundy never said anything. Yeah. And, and but he clearly did it. He's clearly yeah. guilty. Yeah. And but there's all these like weird stories you can find online of people who think they might have been stalked by Ted Bundy oh, or yeah. almost killed by yeah. him. And that's really and there's like a kid that like died in his neighborhood, like a girl <gasps> mm. when he was a kid mm. that people suspect might have been him. Wow. That's always interesting to me when there's like little mysteries like with, with the unconfirmed stuff. Like Jeffrey Dahmer may have killed um Adam Walsh. Did you know oh, that? Oh, you know. 
Yeah, dude, that's a whole thing. Oh my god, he has uh, so much to research. Oh my god, it's it's it's. I I don't think he did, but it's not off the table. Yeah, like he he literally lived like one town over at that time, and he like was seen the week before. Like he would solicit guys at the at the mall, and um. Hmm. And he was seen like the week before, like talking to some some young men, and and being creepy at the mall. <sighs> and and Adam that. Walsh was abducted from the mall. Of course, he was like not in his age range. Yeah. But it, it might have been one of those things where he hadn't really figured out what his preference was yeah. yet. And he yeah. was he was caught like masturbating to some some kids once. Mm. So well. You know, since we're talking about such light and airy things, sure. <laughs> have you seen Mind Hunter on Netflix? It's not a documentary, but it's based off of yes. When I think the I have FBI seen FBI started to yeah. really learn how to um, profile serial killers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so it's the interviews on the show are based off of real. Yeah, interviews. with like uh, BTK yeah. and Charles Manson yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah that is yeah, really yeah, fascinating. Yeah, and that yeah. one guy that like. Uh, Turned himself in, right? Ed Kemper, is that his mm-hmm, name? That's right. He was yeah. like, you know what? I I shouldn't be doing this. And yeah. turned himself in. Yeah. And and then he like helped find other serial killers. Yeah. There's also the uh the new one um about the uh, uh what's the guy in New York that shot people? Well, um, there's probably Well, that's yeah, probably that's a lot New of York. guys in New York. Yeah, that's the eighties in New York. No, right. but uh the the, the the chubby <laughs> guy, the summer of Sam guy, son oh, of Sam. Yeah, I, son of Sam. I was gonna wa- put that on my watch list. That, that was pretty that was yeah. pretty good. That's okay. pretty good. Yeah. Uh it goes into like the that's one case where I feel like conspiracies could play a part in it. Mm-hmm. Like he actually did have some like shady people that he hung out with. Yeah. And that other people had like uh, you know, identified at the scene. And things, and that's not completely uncommon for like two people to team up, two or three people, yeah. and go murder. Is that like a group activity? That's it is for them. It's like it's team building. Oh, okay. <laughs> Getting to know each other. Exactly. Help each other out. Right, right. Say one thing that no one knows about you, and also kill a guy. Icebreaker. It. It's an icebreaker. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's get into our last. You can see here. what my preference is. I like murder, <laughs> gruesome stuff. <laughs> uh, this is from uh, Kareen Ritchie, Castro Valley, California. She says The Fire on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It's such a fun show to watch unfold the machismo. Machismo. Am I saying that right? Machismo. I don't know. That's a good word. I should use that yeah, more. Machismo. Machismo. Gone wrong and verging on functional sociopathy. It's just fascinating. <laughs> Fire. That was, yeah. both of those were very fascinating to yeah. watch. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 what are your overall feelings on, on those documentaries? So this is a really great example of something that I probably, with a news article alone, probably would have looked at this and been like, eh, all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody spent a lot of money. Right. I'm going to a festival yeah. in an island. Mm-hmm. Boo hoo. Wah. They yeah. couldn't go. I mean, that's, but this is where documentaries come into play for me because mm-hmm. when I watch it, there's just so many layers and I'm like, wow. Right. This was just like. <sighs> Did you get the sense? What, 
that's my reaction. I'm just like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, number one, that is like the most stressful experience. Just watching that documentary. Oh my is god, like, I was pacing. Yeah, I was nail biting. At I one know. point, I was just like, okay, Ashley, we're gonna breathe. We're gonna get through this. Like the one guy yeah, was like, bro, I'm gonna yeah. get. I just. I'm like thinking I'm to myself, how, th- how do I handle this? Do I just give up my whole festival now? Or I know. I felt like, like I was. I well, yeah. Responsible. Yeah, it was um great thing to watch when you have an anxiety disorder. I mean, I Blink One Eighty Two is already canceled. The hell am I gonna do next? Who was it? Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Yeah, Ja Rule is the. Yeah, he was like the the main performer. I think. He had the promo videos. <laughs> right, they were out on yeah, like the jet yeah, ski. They're, yeah, they're like yeah, like and then he was women, like, like, nah, like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah, like they promised this beautiful, luxurious, you know, fucking five star the food. Weekend. <laughs> Sandwich. It was like <laughs> the sandwich. It was like if Wendy's had had a had had a festival. Wendy's would have been better because yeah, at least it would have been a yeah, hot burger. Right. I mean, they had cheese sandwiches. They didn't even have lunch meat. It was like if a it gas station cheese. bathroom had a festival. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like in the boonies of Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> Going to the Quick Mart. <laughs> <laughs> totally. totally. Like, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. And did you get? The, I couldn't put my finger on though whether I thought the guy was actually a fraudster oh, or yeah. if everything just went to shit. He was because then it was like after that was done, mm. it showed a little clip, and it was when they introduced the lawyer that someone had hired in like Charleston, South Carolina, or something, where he was basically selling fraudulent tickets yeah, to yeah. make money. And at that point, I'm like, come on, dude. right, right, like right. you're not. Well, I got the sense though very that he honest thought guy. he thought that he would he would like make enough money once the festival happened that he could pay for everybody. Or did, did you get that sense or no? Yeah, but I don't know if he really was going to yeah, do probably, that. Yeah. I think that he's just a liar, liar, pants on fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Play on words. Oh wow! Did you come up with that yourself? <laughs> wah wah. Um, no, I mean I don't think he was going to pay. Yeah, he seemed like a real... Just look at his face. You, you don't get involved with a guy with a face like that. Yeah, you know? and I mean, it's you like, know, oh. I don't like how he just walked away and got on that four-wheeler. Right. Like, they're trying to have a conversation. He's like, I'm going to get on my four-wheeler. And <laughs> 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 I didn't like that. Yeah. I was yeah. like, that's rude. Right. That's right. rude. People are trying to talk to you. Yeah, it's, it's the first rule of etiquette. You don't yeah, I mean, gosh. Gosh. No, um, he, he was sketchy. He, he was. He was a sketchball. He really was. Um, I felt bad for the people, and I never thought I'd hear, I'd, I'd catch myself saying that, because I've been to these festivals. Like when I lived out in Vegas, or when I would fly out there, you know, from time to time, I would go to like Electric Daisy Carnival, and you know, there's the people that buy the expensive tickets, and they're getting all the private treatment, and you know, I mean, it's like you know, they have all this money. Sure. I don't really feel bad for people sure. like that. Yeah. Okay, you probably have enough money to go to another festival. Mm-hmm. But that was really bad. Like when yeah. they showed like how scary. they were trapped. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like Lord like, of the Flies. I, yeah, because they were um, running to the tents, and it was like first come, first serve. Yeah. <laughs> and like it really just showed, like from a, a psych, I don't know, from like a psychological study standpoint. I mean, people were just acting just brutal. Yeah. I mean, it didn't matter. Just well, they plied them all with alcohol first to like, in <laughs> yeah, hopes I remember that. that. They wouldn't. And yeah. the funny thing is, why didn't they just, once that like storm hit. It was alcohol. It wasn't even good alcohol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like bad. Yeah, dude. it's a big shock. They gave them like the bottom of the barrel, like <laughs> bottom shelf vodka. Um, 
why didn't they when that storm hit the night before? Why didn't they just cancel it and blame it on that? Just be like, oh, it was an act of God. Sorry, we can't have it. I think panic. I think they just. I mean, everybody was sleep deprived. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. Nobody was thinking clearly. Right. Right. The staff. Yeah. And then at the end, that one lady, like, she didn't get any of her money. I know. None of the locals got any of them. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he would never pay them. Um, well, okay, the weirdest part about that documentary, and the moment that stood out for most people, yeah. was, of course, uh, where... <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> oh, my where gosh, I totally forgot. employee of the year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the most dedicated employee I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Um, oh my gosh, I'm tearing up. I'm laughing. So <laughs> was asked to perform oral sex <laughs> on the guy in charge of the water. <laughs> he was. And, and then he, he was going. He was going to. There's so many unanswered questions behind I that. laugh at him. Like, was, was the guy gay who was in charge of the water? Did they just assume anybody would do it for. Well, they knew that they needed somebody to do it. Well, no, they knew that that guy was gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they asked him. Yeah. That's the prerequisite. But more was it that he was just somebody who was more willing? I Probably. Because <laughs> he seemed pretty he willing. Seemed he was like, I got my mouthwash well, yeah. and I was ready to go. <laughs> Yeah, first of all, what do, what do you even... That's so... Cons- this guy goes above and beyond in every possible way. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need mouthwash. <laughs> That's what I... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and what, what did he... I want to know, like, did, did he actually ask the guy? Like, was he like, uh, so listen... But no, um, he assumed the position. Really? <laughs> yeah. So he just, want- like, got down on his knees. <laughs> I'm assuming. Because he... The way that he was telling the story was that he was there and he was willing. Right. And the guy's like, no, no, it's totally cool. So I'm assuming <laughs> that he's not just like, it's time for the thing to happen now. Right. I think he was. How do you bring that ready. up? Like, how do you, how do you hint at that? Like, so, uh, is there, I don't uh, think, I mean, well, I don't know if he was hinting. I mean, the guy <laughs> had his mouth washed before. I mean, he was ready. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm trying to think of a way you could you could you could slyly be like, so uh, what's what kind of trade off could we? Uh, yeah, is there anything else that could be arranged? Yeah, here? And that and that part just reminds me of just because that was a moment in that documentary. I'm like, wow, people actually think like this. And yeah, people do this stuff. I mean, I guess that Billy guy kind of to these people was almost had like that cult leader type yep. of appeal, yep. you know, yep. and like had that control over it. I don't think I could talk that many people into, yeah, into you know, yeah, trying to put a slapjack uh, festival together on a deserted island. That, I mean, it's people like that. I go, man, you know, you obviously have some talent and you're mm-hmm. obviously intelligent. You could just tailor that to right. so good many behavior. People. All these master criminals upsta- yeah. in this world. They could solve cancer. Absolutely. They could create world peace. They really could. That's why we don't have it. Because they're out there soliciting people at the mall mm-hmm. or t- getting this guy to go, you know, do sketchy stuff for water. For water. You know, and this is why. <laughs> Anyone's like, why? Well, this is why. <laughs> a waste. Right. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. Um, but have you seen, speaking of like documentaries where you're like, whoa, did this happen? Is this a thing? What was that one? I think it's about 
the kidnapper next door or whatever. About oh, it. yeah. The, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and then she, like, this guy is, like, ends up kidnapping the daughter, but then ends up, like, having sex with the mom and then ends up... Uh, yeah. Something with the father. Uh, having I sex think, with the dad, too. I think he... Yeah. Like, yeah, getting yeah, jerked yeah, off I by think the dad. He, yeah, yeah, I think he handed him an HJ. What the hell was that called? Uh, the monster next door or something? The stranger no, next door? No, in plain sight. In, in plain, plain sight. sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That where movie, I got the next that door. documentary literally pissed me off. I remember when I saw that, like, the guy, like, the guy was banging his wife and his daughter, and then the guy himself, the father, jerks him off in the car. I was just like, this is just. I was furious. I was furious. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. What it, was it that struck here? I just couldn't imagine being a dude who has some other dude fuck his wife and his daughter and then being like, I think I'm going to jerk this guy off. Wait, so did he jerk him off or did yeah. he get jerked off by the guy? No, he no that off. would be like, that would be kind of a sweet revenge yeah, story. That would, be, that would be a little bit of redemption. Yeah, for it's the like, guy. yeah, you might have fucked my wife and my daughter, but you also jerked me off. So you, I win a little bit. Right, right, right. Yeah. Maybe I'd win a little bit more if you blew me, but like, that's a that's like you're he should have been in charge of the water. Right, that's nothing. <laughs> Would have worked out a lot better. Jeez, yeah. I, I just I was livid watching that documentary. I, I like refused. I was like, that's, this is this is just so far beyond my like realm of being able to like relate to people. You know, how, like like even like with like certain like when you watch like those Scientology documentaries, right, and there's like right. I'm, I'm going clear. Yeah, I'm only yeah. interested in a documentary if I can in some way kind of Battlefield relate. Earth. Was yeah, a good yeah, documentary one of those things. Like I wanna I wanna be able to like relate to them in some way or another. Like yeah. I can see myself in the situation. Once it got to that point when the certain documentaries, I'm like, I, this is just ridiculous to me. Well, I'll tell you this. A lot of this stuff seems to center around these cult leader types that convince people to do mm -hmm. things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that weird psychopath charisma. Yeah. And have yeah. you guys ever experienced that in real life? Oh yeah. My yeah. ex-husband. Really? <laughs> No, yeah, I've definitely met people where I have been yeah. like, wow, like you literally can get anyone to right, do anything. Right, yeah. And, but for what? Like you're nobody special. I know. Yeah, yeah. I look at these cult leaders and I'm like, I could start a cult. Yeah. yeah. These guys can oh, do it. It's like Wild Country or right, then right. the yoga documentary about that yoga guy. Oh my God. I don't know if I saw the yoga one. Huh, that's another one about this guy getting people to do crazy stuff. To me, do you guys think like celebrities in general are kind of cult leaders in a way? Like people that have fans. I think everybody who has that, I think that like level of charisma can either be used for bad things or good things. Like there's not really much difference between like a politician, for yep. instance, who has this immense level of charisma that can get people to follow him and, and right, back right. him or a fucking psychopath. But like the difference is, uh, ostensibly that the politician is doing it for good or that the you know celebrity is is like oh well, you know i'm using my charisma because i'm i'm doing something real i'm making art mm -hmm. and you like it and you're following me for my art yeah. blah, 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 versus a psychopath who would use that same power to control people to like do some <laughs> weird fucked up shit there's really the only difference is what your motive is for being so charismatic i yeah. would say what is that like what is that about certain people that well, I don't know, but if you look up sociopath or psychopath, or as it's known, antisocial personality disorder now, mm -hmm. it's the way that they, 
it, that's always a part of it. Like you have to have that charisma. You right. have to have, or like narcissism, yeah. the love bombing. You have to have yeah. that attribute to suck people in. Yeah. Yeah. What's love bombing? Love bombing is when <clears throat> it normally happens in like narcissistic patients, most notably. It's when you will do everything in your power to get a person to believe that you love them, they'll fall in love with you, the hell out of you, gifts, trips, yeah. I mean, anything. They'll just, they'll, they'll um, talk really, you they'll ma- it happens a lot with men to women, although it yeah. could probably happen either way, yeah. where they'll really make her feel like the most special, beautiful, mm. I've never felt like this before, you know, no one sees you like I see you, so that the, the woman is so blinded mm-hmm. that she enters into this relationship or situation and then turns around one day and it's like, wait, they're doing all this crazy stuff. I, I feel like but I... Sorry, go ahead. I remember how that felt that first week or yeah. that first month, yeah, and yeah. then you're kind of stuck. So. Right, right. Yeah, I feel like I've had that at least twice in comedy. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's crazy. It's scary. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I look back. It's, you know, it's like I try not to be too critical on people. You know, like where we all got our, our flaws and yeah. our... But like I look back and there's it's just like a few people in my life where I'm like, whoa, what yeah. the hell? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. so weird. It, it happens most of the time. Most of the time that type of behavior you're going to see in romantic relationships. But it can happen like the cult thing mm-hmm. or religion or politician. I mean, it can happen yeah. re- at work, like anything really. But mm-hmm. yeah, so it's crazy. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you have a favorite documentary, Jimmy? Um, damn. You know, I, I'll have to sit and and uh, think about it a little longer. Yeah, you've I, only had an hour to. So. I didn't expect the question to come to me. I just expected to just kind of throwing all these questions out of left field. <laughs> I know you <laughs> were like silent, and then doc- you whipped around in the chair. That one documentary, man. That What's, wasn't cool. I got angry. Mike, you got it. Uh, how was I supposed to expect that you were going to ask me what my favorite documentary was on this episode about our favorite documentary? <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. Curveballs. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, I, I would say it's not anything in particular. I'm not super into the true crime stuff. Okay. I will watch it. I'll discuss it. Huh. I know. I mean, I, I feel like that's like the most popular genre of documentaries. Like yeah. every mm-hmm. documentary is true definitely, crime. Definitely. My favorite documentary is honestly that I will watch like just constantly, whether on YouTube or Netflix or, or uh, like uh, Planet Earth type stuff. Okay. I mean, I watch sure. the hell out of animal documentaries just... Into the wild, filming them. Some British narrator, the wild gotta have a Goration orangutan likes okay. to do this, and I'm like, all right, this is <laughs> what I crazy. like to see. Yeah, yeah. Like the I British like British or orangutans. Both. Both. I've had some experiences. Both. With that's what I consider the British. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about the one that's like at night, like the night vision one? Have you seen that one? Oh, oh I think it was actually filmed by Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Really? No. Oh, but he, okay. remember he uses night yeah, vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great film. No, but it's like a, they do a night vision, <laughs> and they, uh, it, but they make it look right. You know what I mean? Uh huh. And so you see like the whole animal world at night. I think I've seen what you're talking about. Like the bats? I don't know. Yeah, I think I've seen like YouTube yeah. clips or something. Yeah, yeah but, it was like you know tigers doing their their night shift work. I mean, I think I think I think Planet Earth <laughs> that series is like first of all, it is the most agreeable thing. Like there are certain things that like if you have people over your house, right, right, that like 
you know, like if you're gonna put on music, you want to put on music that you can be pretty right, sure right. everyone's gonna enjoy. Yeah. Planet Earth is like the one thing you will never hear somebody be like, "Yo, you want like we're just sitting here chilling, having a couple of beers, maybe smoking or something," and somebody goes, "Yo." pops on planet earth nobody's ever gonna be like nah i don't feel like watching this right who doesn't feel like watching like planet earth you know That's what i mean a like point like yeah. you can put it on any, with any poli- it brings everybody together exactly yeah, it's straight, all yeah. the races all politics and if, it's so agreeable and whether if they don't want to watch it then you know that they're going to be in the next like true crime. yeah <laughs> exactly you lead them out. yeah exactly. you are a sociopath <laughs> if you don't find this like entertaining right you know yeah. right. and the, the the cinematic like the way yeah, the, it's beautiful the, 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 it's so high definition it looks fake like that's where right. we're starting to get with technology where things look so real it looks fake mm-hmm. no. we're like you'll look I'll look at a leopard and I'm like that is a cartoon right. that is so real that is Chester Cheeto yeah that is a higher resolution than my eyeballs yeah. I can't even see that uh-huh. for what it is it's amazing uh-huh. Uh-huh. I so I don't know how they do it plus they gotta follow them around for like years just to catch them doing one cool thing what was that? Didn't they catch something recently for the first time in human history? They like had cameras on some fucking uh, tigers or something. I think it was or, a snow leopard yeah, mating. Yeah, or yeah, something. yeah. Yeah, something about like a snow No one had leopard. ever seen that in history before. Hmm. And they, they filmed for like, what, five years or something just to get like yeah. 10 minutes of footage. Yeah, and then like if that. you wow. miss it, your battery runs out. You're, it's over. You're done. <laughs> yeah. You can't. All right, let's run that back. Run it one more time. Take three. You can't yeah, do that again. Yeah. Snow yeah, leopards. I accidentally like put a, a TikTok video over it. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not really. Not Snow really. leopards are notoriously that's how digital. There's a lot of good works. animal Divas. stuff on, t- like you know, animal videos on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Is that horse one on it? You could. <laughs> no, uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, a lot of stuff's on TikTok. Okay. It's, All right. Yeah. Um, I would like to discuss my one of my favorite documentaries real yeah. quick, if you guys don't mind. There was we'll one called Open Water, or no, Deep Water. Okay. And it is about the first nautical race around the world. Sounds super boring, I know. <laughs> but people go insane. And one fella in particular, uh, who was like the underdog... Who like everybody's like, oh, you can't enter this race, sir. You're not a professional. Yeah. And he's like, I'll show you. And then it turned out they were completely right. <sighs> and he ended up <laughs> <laughs> and he ended up having to like park his boat. That's what it's called, right? When you park it at a port. Park the boat, huh? Right. You park at a parkway. <laughs> he like and lied about where he was for the entire race. <laughs> And kept like a fake log and every. I think he. I think they they could have maybe traced his radio transmission, so he had to like say his radio died or something. Yeah. And uh and, and was going to and then all this weird stuff started happening where like because of his lies, another guy started speeding up because he thought he was going to lose. Oh man! And then he wrecked. Oh my gosh! And then the other guy who was in the lead was like lost his mind. And decided he wasn't coming home. He was staying on the ocean for as long as he could. And he just kept sailing. <laughs> and then and then so that meant that this dude was gonna come in first. Oh my god. Which he he wasn't he didn't want to he just wanted to finish the race. He sure. wanted to that you know, that would be his fraud is that he but he didn't want to come in first because everybody's gonna be looking <laughs> at him. Every and so like back home they're like setting up all these celebrations and everything. They're like writing no. all these newspaper stories about him and oh my god. Yeah, and like everybody sell it. Like his town is like super proud and like, oh my God, this guy's going to win. And uh, so his solution while going completely insane on a boat <laughs> oh in the water is to create like a new religion. 
No. Like he comes up with all this like, yeah, like he becomes he comes up with all these crazy metaphysical, spiritual, philosophical beliefs that he writes mm-hmm. down in his journal and uh and and it determines that if he if he commits suicide, he'll become oh, like this no. immortal being. Oh no. And uh so he jumped in the water. No. Yeah, and and uh, uh you know, so instead of like the happiest day ever, like it was supposed to be when he came home, it was the saddest day ever. And they, you know, they figured out what he did, and it was just just really sad. What was this documentary? Oh my called? god, Deep Water. Wow. Wow. I think they maybe made like a real movie out of it at one point, but I haven't seen it. It's about a man named Donald Crowhurst. Oh my god, that's awesome. It's so sad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, um, <laughs> and he has, they still have like his journal full of all these like psychotic ramblings. I wonder what that's about. Like, is it just being out in the water by yourself? Is it yeah, the pressure of what he, both. Yeah. And I think like, you know, it's just interesting. Like when you're, when your mind breaks down like that, yeah. like that's a solution that you can come up with is like, I'm going to become a God, you know, like yeah. that's how I'm going to get through this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'll have to put that on my list. I mean, but now that I know how that's to, a good one. Yeah, that'd be interesting. All right, guys. Um, are there any more documentaries we haven't touched on? Oh, that there's we probably discuss? so more, so many more. Let's but... discuss one more. Mm. Your choice, Ashley. My choice. Um, okay. Well, this is always a fun one. Uh, um, I think it was one of the first documentaries I saw that really had me thinking about my daily life cho- choices. Forks over knives. Forks over knives. About um, the food industry and about. Oh. Um, yeah, that nothing was nothing more depressing than a movie about our food. Yeah, yeah. So that was interesting, and I really. Um, I wish I hadn't seen it. Sure. <laughs> it's like when you can't unsee it, you know, you can't yeah. unknow. Yeah. But yeah, it was really interesting about just uh, the kind of just. We went from these small farms and everything organic or whatever, and now we have, you yeah. know, it, it talks about the corn, the the um the corn issue with all the how high fructose corn syrups and everything, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how our food is making us sick, and the regulation with food is poor and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So. Yeah, I mean, for me, what freaks me out the most is just the factory farming. Like, I'll I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. put chemicals in my body. I don't care, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as long as it tastes good. Yeah. But like, just the the conditions, you know. And I'm not like the biggest like animal rights activist or anything, but like, yeah. it's it is pretty messed up. You yeah. know, it's like. Yeah. I don't feel good about that. Like I'm, I'm fine with eating animals, but I don't want them to live in like absolute misery before I do. You know, right? Yeah, and this showed a lot of that, and just showed how we just see ignorance of not knowing what's in our food and yeah. and stuff like that. So. Have you tried the Impossible Whopper? Yeah, so good. Oh my gosh, Maybe I'll get I one tonight. love it. Me too. I love it, and people give me a hard time, but what? it's so good. I don't know. It's amazing. It's so good. They say that it's bad for you. Oh, gives a shit. But I mean, the regular Whopper is probably worse. So what are they trying to say? (laughs) Hey, actually, the Impossible Whopper is probably bad. Order the regular one. Put (laughs) some bacon on it. The equivalent of a salad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty much spinach. But then if you put all the dressing on the set, how good is the salad for you anyway? Yeah. That's what they say. Like Oprah did a whole thing on that. I'll never forget it. She did a whole episode. Like that ruined me for life. Like part of the episode was you could blow up at the gas station sure. from static electricity. So now I'm living with that fear every time I go to the gas station. I'm like, is this is this when it happens? Thanks, Oprah. And then, and then the other part of it was about well, the dressing that you put on your salad is sugar and it, it makes your explode. salad not. Um, 
matter anymore. So, you know, it's kind of like, thanks. Yeah, it cancels out your... Your salad, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> it's still good to have vegetables. And there there are like yeah. like vinaigrettes and stuff like that. Those aren't bad for but you, are they? they're not fun. I think they are, which is strange because really? I don't think any healthy foods are fun. You think you like vinaigrette? Yeah, kind of. Now, are you talking about like a, like a fancy house vinaigrette or are we talking about just the regular, get a little bit of oil, get a little vinegar on that salad? I think a fancy house one. Okay. Is that not healthy for you? It depends on the sugar. I mean, according to the show I watched when I was like 15, like it depends on the sugar intake. <laughs> it's ruined me. I like how it just kind of has like a soury feel to it, like an oily, sour kind of thing going yeah. on. Yeah. Or like when you get like a cold cut and you have that. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah. my God. Maybe I should get that tonight. Ooh. Oh, Do you have a particular place that you go to for a good. Uh, a, a very fine establishment called Subway. Um. <laughs> There's a man. Their cookies are. Oh yeah, dude. Subway rules, They're and it somehow it feels healthier yeah. to me, even though I know it's not. Like it just feels like not as bad as no, a burger Subway's fries. great. I get a lot of flack for that. I love especially Subway. after that whole Jared thing. And um, <laughs> who are these people constantly criticizing your dietary choices, Ashley? You need to find new friends if that's. They're just constantly being told. No, but like I get a lot of crap for Subway, but I'm telling you, and I read this on Reddit, there was this whole review about the Subway cookie and that there was a new cookie and this guy is like, this is like questioning like all my life choices. This is like the best thing I've ever yeah. had. It was so good. Dude, a yeah. foot long at Subway and a soda in the cookies is like... It's everything. Absolutely. It's, I might have to do that tonight. Yeah, it, that sounds really good. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, that's the best thing about intermittent fasting is that you can just, you can just go, go to town. You can partay when that time is up. Yeah. I've only got uh, 35 more minutes, and then I can eat. And you can go to Subway, and you can just, yeah. Do you know what you're going to get? I get the, I've been getting the same thing for like 25 years. And that is? Uh, the, the spicy Italian. Okay. With no vegetables, <laughs> except for lettuce. Cheese. Cheese, provolone. Uh, yes, provolone. Yep. Uh, you want to keep keep going? Mayo, mustard, okay. Oil and vinegar, okay. Salt and pepper, yeah. Oregano. That's mm, all. Got to get the oregano. Basically, all all, you know. With the soda and cookies, or you get chips. Uh, I get the cookies if I'm if I'm going yeah. that far. I mean, it's <laughs> see. Here's the thing: is I stopped eating like that a few years ago. Like you hit a point in your 30s where it's like. Like, like when I was younger, I could eat whatever I wanted and be yeah. fine. But then, like you know, started showing uh, signs of, of uh, you know, um, you know, my junk food started to 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 have an effect, and uh, so I don't eat like that anymore. But now with this new diet, I might. Dude, I people really say want it's somewhere. great. People say it's great. I've been hitting the gym again. I get it. You know, I hit thirty four. It's like, come on. Let's get healthy. Well, you know, it's. I do feel like people can stay healthier older these days. You know what I mean? Like old people don't look like they used to when we were kids. No, I mean we've got a ton of plastic surgery. <laughs> we have a ton of like preservatives in our food. No, but dude, dude, I'm telling you, like objectively, if you look at pictures of people our age from like the 70s, yeah, they look like crap. <laughs> and oh, like old, elderly people, you know, like imagine like what our grandparents looked like in the early 90s. Our parents now do not look like that. No, not at all. My so, father consistently just looks like he did at 40. I know. Every, like, I'm like, yeah, Dad, people now what just, is the secret? Yeah, everybody just kind of like f looks like their late 30s self, but grayer and lighter Yeah. <laughs> until the end. Yeah, and we're going to just keep living longer and longer Dude, until we, are. we can just live forever. How long do you think we're going to live? 
Um, I don't know. I think like I pro like if I don't get hit by a car or oh, yeah, bus or like yeah. any of that stuff. Um, I don't know. I feel like we're gonna be, you know. 80s and 90s used to be like, wow, they're really old. I feel like it's just going to be a thing. Yeah. I feel like retirement homes and nursing homes, there's going to be documentaries one day about us just staying old. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which brings us to the documentary yes. uh, Transcendent Man, right? Where he predicts that uh, <laughs> we will live forever. If you make it to 2030, you will live forever. Is that what Elon Musk said? That's what, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy who uh, created the scanner... Um, Kurt, Ray Kurzweil. Okay. He's he's apparently like he's he's Apple's go-to guy for predictions. Okay. He predicts where technology is going to be. Yeah. And he thinks by 2030, wow, it'll life will start extending to mm-hmm. a point where you won't have to die ever. Is that good? That's a whole nother topic, a whole well, nother hour. But I mean, when you look <laughs> into the stuff he predicts, it is like that's gonna be. Maybe I will stick around for that. That sounds really yeah. fun. Like yeah. completely realistic virtual reality. You'd like, hate to be the guy that dies in twenty twenty nine. Yeah, it'll totally. Like, be right. God damn. Like twenty twenty nine, but like right, like at New Year's Eve. <laughs> well, that's what he thinks. <laughs> like the you're sing- gone. The you're the one that's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Clark. <laughs> Well, it's like that's that's the singularity. That's the singularity time when computers reach a point of innovation uh, where it, we just can't keep track of it anymore. Like it's yeah, because like now I think computer capacity doubles like every year or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's speeding up. Yeah. So eventually, it's going to hit a point where it's just like beep, and it's way smarter than any human, and we have no idea what's going to happen. Past yeah, then. like way better than what they thought was going to happen during Y two K. Right. The opposite of Y two K, basically. Yeah, that was all my issues I have. Any anxiety I have, anything that's wrong with me, is yeah. Based on get Y2K. the get the food for the bunker Y two K. That's a whole other. <laughs> They're not gonna know the, the computer's not gonna know. <laughs> Dude, I remember the first television I ever bought was a Y two K ready TV. Wow, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> no idea. What does that even? It didn't mean? make any sense. It's not it like your smart TV, TV plugs then. into the internet at that well, time. No. Like, yeah. I, it made no sense. I had no idea what any of that. Uh, that it's like bunker. I ready. remember even like, at the time being like, "Does that make any sense? Like, why would?" Sure, I'll get it, <laughs> but might as well, right? And it's because they didn't think to add OO to it, like in the seventies or something. Yeah, like, so weird. Yeah, dude, yeah. we should discuss that on a yeah, different we episode. should. This has been fun. All right, Ashley, this All has right. been a great episode. Thank yeah. you so much for coming oh, by. I hope to have you on. back yeah. many times in the future. I hope so. Uh, and once again, people can find you where. Yes, my Facebook, my Instagram, um, TikTok. Um, I'm on TikTok, but not for my art. Just okay. Um, but you can find me there, um, and Fine Art America, right? And then in Bel Air at the Hartford um, Art Association Gallery, right in Bel Air. What day is that going to be? Uh- um, I will be posting the dates and okay. the address on my social media. So just awesome. check me I'll out try on to Facebook, make it up there and for it. yeah, it'll be fun. Hell yeah! Yep. All right. All right, Jimmy, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. And we will see everybody next time on... You can say it, Ashley. I can say it? Absolutely. Confessional Podcast. There you go. <laughs>